And now on RTHK, it's time for Hashtag Hong Kong with Martin Turner, chairman of the Hong Kong Cycling Alliance. Over these last two years of COVID, we've probably all noticed that meal delivery has skyrocketed, with many deliverers getting around by bike. And that makes perfect sense to me. These guys need to travel short distances, fast and hassle-free, stop and start at will, and be sure of how long they're going to need to get somewhere. I use my bike to get around Hong Kong too, pretty much everywhere. This morning's ride into the studio in the December sunshine was just glorious. Why sit in a metal box with 50 other people when you can have the freedom of the streets? But when I arrived in Hong Kong many decades ago, I initially bought into the notion that transport here was so wonderfully efficient. Trains and buses that arrive every few minutes and all that. But actually it, it isn't, because you have to go to those transport modes, wait a bit, stop-start for other people to get on and off, maybe change modes, walking, and then arrive somewhere that's not exactly where you want to be. And that's all for a single A to B journey. I soon rediscovered that on a bike, not only is point-to-point -point travel usually fastest, but you can double up with other tasks and pleasures, say stopping at a bakery that catches your eye. Or use your one-hour lunch break to find a new place to eat and run three or four errands every day. Plus, it's reliable. No MTR breakdowns for me. It keeps you healthy and mentally fit, saves money, saves the planet, makes the city a nicer, safer place. It extends your life. And, as anyone who's just taken up regular riding will tell you, it makes you feel great. You're in control. You arrive at work pumped and ready to conquer mountains. And when you've ridden home, all the cares of the day are left at the roadside. But, wait a minute, you say? Isn't cycling in this city incredibly dangerous? Because our, our roads are narrow and packed solid with aggressive cars. And we have hills, and it sometimes rains. Um, yeah, a lot of those concerns melt away when you actually meet the reality. Hong Kong's weather is just great. Rain is, is not as common as you think. Our weather is not so different from Guangzhou or Kaohsiung or Zhuhai, all of which have high and rising proportion of cyclists in their transport mix. As for geography, most of the areas where Hong Kongers actually live and work are really rather flat. Those narrow, crowded roads there's actually much more of a space shortage on the pavements. With road traffic mostly so slow, at least on average, there's plenty of space around the motor vehicles for little bikes. The problem is, we allocate so much of our public space essentially to private car owners, a tiny minority. Then there's the lack of consideration from some motorists, whether ignorance or malice, which is indeed a problem, even when you're prepared to be assertive. Certainly, to encourage cycling widely, it needs to feel accessible. And part of that is the behaviour of other road users has to be accommodating. Importantly, this can improve surprisingly quickly, based on experience elsewhere, to allow everyone to ride comfortably. Less obvious, but more critical, is the lack of planning of our street environment. There are invisible barriers to cycling that simply don't need to be there like restrictions on the bridges crossing Gloucester Road, which makes it almost illegal to ride to North Wanchai, or the difficulty crossing from, say, Jordan to Wampoa, with the ban 
of going through Hong Ham Station. In conclusion, some of us can ride now and take advantage of Hong Kong's great cycling potential. Many more could be getting around the city by bike very soon if we all, and the government, recognised how much that would improve Hong Kong. Certainly, to get large numbers of people riding bikes to get around Hong Kong, the environment needs to be more welcoming. That might mean dedicated infrastructure, bike tracks or bike lanes, but there are many other ways that we can make Hong Kong streets accommodating to all users. And importantly, this can be done quickly, evidenced by what so many other cities have done, especially as COVID has led forward-thinking governments to reassess many aspects of how their cities, especially, function. A healthy part of that progress has been support for active mobility, walking, cycling, scooters, along with electric bikes and other electric mobility devices, which authorities here still reject. So I'd like to end with an appeal. If you can ride a bike in traffic, try cycling for some necessary journeys that you make nowadays and think how it could become part of your routine. Or, if you don't feel up to mixing it with traffic, ride somewhere quiet, on cycle tracks if they're near you, but with a purpose, even a made-up one. Think of something you need to buy, hop on a bike and go get it. My song choice was written as a paean to the supposed freedoms of owning a motor car, a fantasy that car firms have been hawking for nearly a century. But it actually describes the feeling you get when you ride a bike in the city. Round, round, get around, I get around, yeah, get around, round, round, I get around.